0: Physician ownership of ambulatory surgery centers has been hailed as a successful way to bring more competition to the healthcare industry and potentially better prices and more efficient care. But doctors involved in surgery center businesses have several challenges ahead. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM Channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Scott Becker. Who is the co chairman of McGuire Woods Healthcare Practice and editor and publisher of Becker's ASC Review, which focuses on the ambulatory surgery industry? For nearly two decades, Mr. Becker has practiced law in the healthcare industry since his 1989 graduation from Harvard Law School. Mr. Becker is well versed in surgery center, hospital, and healthcare related transactions, joint ventures, and regulatory matters. Scott Becker, welcome to Inside Healthcare on Reach MD.
1: Thank you for having me today. I'm looking forward to getting a chance to talk with you.
0: So tell us about the latest in the world of surgery centers and what doctors need to know. And specifically, there are going to be some reimbursement challenges going forth. If you want to start by hitting on some of those and and giving us a little bit of the lay of the land of what's out there in the surgery center industry today.
1: Surgery centers, just for some background on this, there's about 5,500 surgery centers in the country. Almost all of these surgery centers have some sort of physician ownership. Typically, surgeons that themselves practice in part and bring patients to the surgery center for surgery perform all kinds of procedures, with the most common procedures being orthopedic procedures, ophthalmology procedures, and gastroenterology procedures, but a whole variety of other procedures. Different than a hospital, the core concept of a surgery center is the patient has surgery and is released the same day, Thus, often they're referred to same-day surgery centers or ambulatory, meaning they walk in and ultimately they walk out of the surgery center that day. What's happened over the last several years is there's been tremendous growth in the total number of surgery centers. If you go back about 10 years, there were about 2,000 surgery centers in the country. Today, there's about 5,500. This has been largely due to a number of different things. Uh, First, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or, or CMS, which controls the Medicare program he has for a long time encouraged physician ownership of surgery centers and the reason why Medicare has viewed surgeon ownership of surgery centers as as positive generally has been because surgery centers get paid less than hospitals for the same type of procedure so if a procedure is done in a surgery center traditionally the surgery center might get paid 30 to 60% less then a hospital would get paid for performing the exact same procedures. So it's one of the few places in healthcare care where the government had actively encouraged physician ownership of facilities that physicians refer to. It's almost unlike any other area, such as imaging facilities or physician-owned hospitals or many other places where the government has broadly criticized physician ownership. Here, at least in terms of recent reimbursement changes, the government has instituted a new payment rate for surgery centers so that, sort of as a hardwired type of rate, physician owned surgery centers will always get paid 35% less than what the hospital gets paid for performing the same surgery in the hospital outpatient department. And what this has done, after a lot of controversy and concern amongst the surgery center industry, has ultimately led to a situation where. The long-term, at least, financial benefit of surgery centers becomes clear to see for the Medicare program. So the long-term political benefits of this are very positive. One of the things I might touch on is sort of the financial performance of these surgery centers. It's For a long time, people believed that owning a surgery center was a clear way to significant additional income and to help offset reductions in reimbursement for professional services. One of the things that's become very clear over the last few years is that there's a real breakdown amongst surgery centers of ones that do well financially versus ones that do very poorly financially and As people look at the financial implications of surgery centers at least to physicians who own them, there's become you know clearer and clearer you know types of rules that help to indicate whether you're going to end up doing well financially with the surgery center or poorly with the surgery center. And it goes a little bit to the question Bruce asked about reimbursement.
0: Well, actually, that's interesting because, you know, the surgery center business, I mean, you're talking 5,500 surgery centers. And if you look at the Medicare program, as you say, this is an area where you would think the Medicare program could save some money. Is that going to change? I mean, and if I were a surgeon out there and I wanted to start a surgery center, could I still get in on this as easy as it was before? Or do you see the growth continuing? Or is Medicare, which is, which doctors know are starting to tighten the screws a little bit in their offices, is, is that going to happen here?
1: I, I think from a Medicare perspective, the surgery center picture is becoming clearer and remains, you know, relatively fine for the next several years. And people will argue about that, you know, depending on what specialty you're in. With the new Medicare reimbursement system for surgery centers, there were clear winners and clear losers. The procedure list for the surgeons that are doing better with Medicare reimbursement are orthopedic procedures and more complex procedures. The procedures that are doing more poorly or poorer are gastroenterology procedures and pain management procedures and ophthalmology procedures. Essentially, if you looked at Medicare reimbursement before the recent change, and remember, the recent change in reimbursement sets reimbursement so that all surgery center procedures are paid essentially at 65% of what hospital outpatient department procedures are paid. Traditionally, an orthopedic procedure might have got paid in the surgery center something closer to about 25 to 35 percent of what a hospital, what a surgery would have got paid in a hospital setting. So if the surgery center reimbursement for an arthroscopy or a knee procedure was about $650, it was so low that it essentially made it undoable in a surgery center. In contrast, in a hospital, the the hospital might get paid $1,700 to $2,000 for the same procedure in a hospital. What this will mean with the new payment changes is that reimbursement for orthopedic procedures will essentially go up to 65% of hospital outpatient department rates. So essentially, in the long run, a real and intended to further encourage the movement of those kinds of expensive cases out of hospitals and into surgery centers. In contrast, pain management procedures, gastroenterology procedures traditionally have got paid very similar to what hospitals got paid for the same procedure. So, for example, an endoscopy or a colonoscopy, which is one of the most common procedures performed in surgery centers, currently gets paid about $440 per procedure performed in a surgery center and a very similar number if it's performed in a hospital outpatient department setting. With the new payment rate changes, shifting this to getting paid at 65% of hospital payment rates, and this is a system that, just as a further clarification, is ramped in over a four-year period. What this means is that within four years, a colonoscopy, instead of getting paid the four hundred and thirty to four hundred and forty dollars, gets paid now will get paid closer to three hundred and eighty to three hundred and ninety dollars. So it essentially dictates certain winners and losers. Winners being more complex, higher acuity procedures; losers being, you know, more simple procedures That are currently reimbursed closer to what hospitals are reimbursed for the same procedures.
0: If you're just joining us or if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We're talking today about the surgery center business with Scott Becker. He is the co-chairman of the healthcare practice at McGuire Woods, and he joins us today from his offices in Chicago, where he also is the editor and publisher of Becker's ASC review, and he has the pulse on the ambitiation surgery center business, and we've been talking about Uh, Medicare reimbursement and changes, and there have been some winners and losers for surgeons who want to get in this business. But I would also like to shift gears if I could a little bit and see, you know, how is the private payer reimbursement for surgery center? Because as you say, this business boomed because surgery centers would get paid a lot less because they're moving people to an outpatient setting. And you would think that the private payers would would love that. I mean, is that still the case for doctors who are looking to get into this business?
1: And Great question, what's really happened with surgery centers, like with so many other parts of medicine, is people get by with their Medicare patients, do poorly with their Medicaid patients, but essentially either do terrific or do poorly based on how well they get paid by commercial payers and The importance of the commercial payers differs based on specialty for orthopedics, where only a small percentage is medicare driven very important. For ophthalmology, where 80% is cataract-related surgery, and Medicare-driven, less important. But for the vast majority of surgery centers, how commercial payers pay you in your area drives how well your surgery center does. What's happened over the last several years, rather than commercial payers embracing surgery centers like Medicare has, they've been much more resistant, and they've been resistant for at least two principal themes, The first theme is that there's often a belief in healthcare that, unlike in other markets, supply drives demand. And so there's often a view, and pairs have taken this position very aggressively with imaging, essentially that the more imaging facilities you put up, the more images will be done, whether needed or not. With surgery centers, there's plenty of places throughout the country where it just is simply very hard for a surgery center to get a contract to serve patients of a payer. And it's either driven because the payer believes just the more providers we're working with, the more trouble we're going to have, regardless of more access and choice, you know, positives. The second thing being, in many situations, of the total insurer's budget, a small ultimate percentage of the whole budget goes to outpatient surgery. A large percentage of the budget goes one way or another to hospitals and for various different pieces of the dollar that have to be paid through the hospital as a supplier. And so what this has led to is hospitals having a lot of leverage with insurance companies to say, sure, a surgery center could save you 10% on that piece of your business, but that piece of your business is only 3% of your total cost. And we as the hospital represent 25 to 30%. So any benefit you get from sending more of your patients through a surgery center is going to be offset by the fact that we're going to be much tougher with our pricing with you, with the insurance
0: company. So, Is the surgery center business, is it still a good business for people to get into, for docs out there? I suppose if we get a health insurance benefit or universal health care coverage and more money than it would be. Well,
1: and, and I'm not sure that's the case because what what really happens is, like so many businesses, there's only two things that drive or define revenues in surgery centers. It, it's number of cases and reimbursement per case. It's like anything else. There could be six surgery centers on a, in two blocks, but if you've got the right physicians with the right case numbers, you could readily open up a seventh one you know, two hours away and do fine you know, if they've got the right number of cases and the right reimbursement per case.
0: Well, I would like to thank Scott Becker, who's been our guest. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host on Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts. And I want to thank you today for listening.